Beautiful Not Broken, your weekly inspirational hit of solid advice and life stories coming to you to help you rebuild from rock bottom. I have this story I tell myself and that story is I'm not good enough. And it doesn't matter what I do, this story rears its ugly head regularly And I felt called to record another podcast episode because I know it's been a really long while. Because this morning, this story came up for me again in the middle of a business coaching call because we were talking about worthiness and exploring why it is that we tell ourselves that we're not enough or why it is that we tell ourselves we're not worthy and then why we get stuck in this constant cycle of striving to prove that we are worthy and that we are enough for me sometimes this story is a positive thing it does force me to challenge my comfort zone it does force me to do things that maybe I wouldn't do if I thought that I was enough I don't always think it's such a negative thing to be questioning where we're at and what it is that we're doing but I think that when it comes from a positive place it's okay But when it comes from a place of I have to compete with or I have to be better than and we're trying to constantly be better than to prove to other people that we're enough, that's when it's negative. But when we can look internally and say I'm enough and I want more for me because I know I can do more for the world, that's when I think it's positive. For me, this I am not good enough means that every single time I complete a half marathon, a triathlon, an ocean water swim, I always think I could have done better. I could have done a bigger distance. Why didn't I do that? Oh, because I'm not good enough. So I just stay small and finish the sprint triathlons, finish the half marathons and not the full marathons because I'm not good enough. At least that's what I tell myself. And when I don't get a time that I want, I tell myself that it's because I'm fat and unfit. And I'll always be fat and unfit because I was born fat and unfit. And that's just the story I tell myself. I was the girl in PE without, I was the girl in PE with the note. And that's why I never did PE. And so I can't change that narrative. But then I have other times where I think, holy shit, I'm amazing. I did this stuff. And what's not And behind all the smiling faces crossing finish lines and behind the smiling faces of running a business, there is a person that questions regularly if she is enough. I know I'm enough. And I know that I ask a lot of people because I want people to know they're enough. Because I think there's a lot of people walking around with internal narratives that consciously or subconsciously affect them daily. And it was this beautiful session with Marie McPherson this morning that sparked all of this. She shared her story. She's written the book Worthy. And if you haven't read the book, I highly recommend. But it made me so deeply emotional in the session that I was crying on screen and something that I would never have done only two years ago because the thought of being vulnerable two to three years ago was a vomit in mouth situation. I just would rather get hit by a bus 
than have anyone see me as weak or human. It's a condition that I carried for so long and it would cause me to cry in the shower when I found myself in situations where I could affirm that I wasn't enough. I talk pretty openly about the fact that I've never been in a relationship where I haven't been cheated on and I seek out these emotionally unavailable men because then I can't be enough. No one can disprove this theory that I have of myself that I'm not enough, that I'm not skinny enough. I tell myself when I don't get a a guy that I liked, it's because I wasn't good enough. I wasn't skinny enough. I wasn't fit enough. I wasn't pretty enough. These are the things that I tell myself subconsciously. Or they had to go look for someone prettier because why would they want to be seen with me? And now that I'm running my business and I'm confident and I love who I am, I tell myself that they couldn't be with me because they couldn't handle that I didn't need them because I am enough. (laughs) But there's still a story there because deep down it's that I'm still not enough. I'm not vulnerable enough for them. I'm not needy enough for them. I'm not. There is still this internal narrative that I'm not enough. It's the reason that as women, we question ourselves so often or we compare ourselves to other women with different body shapes, other women that are living different lives to us, yet we wonder why we can't achieve what they're achieving because we're not smart enough. We're not confident enough. We're not pretty enough. We're not skinny enough. There's always something that we're not enough. But we are enough. Exactly as we are. And I think there's been a real lesson for me in understanding how this narrative has affected my life. Understanding this narrative and how it's affected so many decisions I make with dating, with who I let have access to my energy and how it plays out as me telling myself that I'm kind and that I'm empathetic and that I want to treat people with compassion when sometimes the people that I've allowed access to my energy who have disrespected it time and time and time again don't actually deserve my kindness and they don't deserve me wanting to help them because they don't want help. And that's this narrative of I'm not enough playing out because I want to help them so that they, I can validate that I'm enough to be in their life and that I'm enough for them to want me to help them. And it's self-sacrificing and it's people-pleasing and it's it hurts when they turn around and they still don't actually value you and it's not because I'm not enough it's because they have their own demons and they're avoiding their own feelings and their own internal narrative and it has nothing to do with me they will run to someone else that's not going to ask them to question how they who they are and to question that internal narrative they have 
and they're going to run to someone that doesn't ask them to connect with them on a deeper level and a deeper understanding that we're two imperfect humans coming together for a friendship, for a relationship, for whatever it is. And it's been easy for me to seek out these people because it means I never have to face the vulnerability of a relationship or I never have to face what it feels like to be hurt. But I get hurt anyway because these people aren't the same as me. They don't have the same kind of heart. They don't have the same caring compassion. They're fighting their own battles and their battles are winning daily because it it consumes them rather than setting them free. So I am enough. You are enough. And whatever thing you're using to avoid facing these things that are coming up for you, these stories that we're telling ourselves and whatever it is that you do, for me, it's been this battle around, I should do an Ironman. <laughs> because if I can do an Ironman, I will be enough. It will be the ultimate challenge. And when I cross that finish line, I will be enough. People will want me. I will be wanted. People will see me as enough finally. But until I do that Ironman, I'm not enough. And that's not the reason to do it. If I want to put myself through the absolute grueling task of riding a bike for that long, which I don't, I hate bike riding, it has to be for me. It has to be because I wanted to, sh- to show myself that I can take on a huge challenge, not because I want external validation or because I want it to finally be the tipping point that makes me enough for someone else, that makes me lovable, that makes me wantable. That's not why I want to be completing anything in my life anymore. I found myself the other day running through the bush. I was completely tuned out. I didn't feel the need to post to social media about it. I didn't feel the need to tell anyone where I was. I just felt the need to be in the bush, just loving it. (laughs) And so I did. And I realized because I felt so happy and connected to myself. And I realized I've been striving and proving with my fitness too. I've been wanting to prove that I'm the fittest that I can ever be because I'm 35 now and you know, I'm on my own and I should be the fittest. I shouldn't need anyone else as motivation to be fit. And my running wasn't tied to my ex and I can just be a good runner without any anyone else, without help. And all of these random things that I was telling myself and signing up to half marathons thinking, I'm going to get sub two. When I knew I couldn't do sub two, I was genuinely... I hadn't been training enough. I hadn't been running. The last time I did two hours and one minute, I think it was, no, two hours and 39 seconds. It was because I'd been training heaps. I was running heaps. I was light on my feet. I have a very different body shape to back then. And that's okay. I'm not unhappy about that. But it's about being realistic then with where the goalposts are. 
and being happy to cross the finish line. Being happy in the run. If you're not out on a course enjoying yourself, I think you need to ask why you're doing it. Because if we're not pushing our bodies and challenging ourselves from a place of love and a place of genuine, hey, could I do this? But could I do it? Because I want to just see how far I can push myself. Not because we want external validation or we're waiting for a high five or we think it'll fix our life. I think until you find yourself on a track just loving life like I did last year I did two half marathons last year and I just did them for fun and it was fun and it I I just didn't go into this one feeling that way and I know that I wouldn't go into an Ironman feeling that way because it wouldn't be fun for me and I don't need to do an Ironman to prove that I'm fit or prove that I belong to a community of fit people or prove that You know, it doesn't matter that I carry a bit of extra weight. I'm still beautiful. I don't need all this external validation. I just want to do things for me now. In my business, I want to make choices that make me happy. I record this podcast episode because it makes me happy to get this message into the world. Because I haven't recorded one in a while. And if I'm completely honest, I haven't been tuning into myself I've been so caught up in external shit rather than just making myself happy and that is the biggest difference between the lady and the woman I was becoming in 2021 and 2020 compared to how where I've landed in 2023 after dealing with the loss of my dog and moving in on my own And genuinely having to learn to be independent and to be okay in isolation. And they've all been hard lessons. But the biggest lesson, I think, has been life is too short to spend time striving and proving. And that I don't give a fuck if someone doesn't think I'm good enough (laughs) because I am good enough and I don't give a fuck if my boundaries and me asking for respect and me asking for what I'm worth causes people to softly exit my life and if I want respect And I want to feel good enough and I want to change my narrative. I have to act accordingly and stop playing the game with anyone who doesn't make it so known that they are so grateful to have access to my energy. We don't have to put up with disrespect. We don't have to put up with people that play into our internal narratives and that can see that they're there and manipulate us based on that. But we need to work on ourselves and our internal thought patterns and our internal narratives and break them down and understand why they're there and then act accordingly. Because 
it, the universe isn't just going to magically clear your shit for you because you ask it to. We have to clear our shit. We have to sit in the uncomfortable times, those uncomfortable situations we find ourselves in. We have to sit in uncomfort and work through why it's uncomfortable. And that's when you unlock yourself and you actually truly understand what it is that you want in life, who it is you want to be, and the kind of people that you want to surround yourself with. And anyone that doesn't fit in with those things, you politely remove yourself from. And those people that support you, love you, and understand the journey that you're on, are so there on that journey with you and they're going to love and support you in a way that you couldn't know and you wouldn't have known because you were allowing people in your life that just don't love and support you and this stuff is really scary right like it can completely shake up your life as I saw in 2020 I I just came so far so quickly and people fell off pretty quickly people that I had previously not known were toxic for me, people that I had previously not known weren't even on my team, they were not my cheerleaders. And I still interact with a lot of people who were in my life prior to that, but they're on my journey and they're so supportive and they want the best for me. And that's all that we should allow into our life. So from today's episode, I encourage you to Think about those internal narratives that are driving your behaviors and also driving the decisions that you make and whether they're helpful or completely unhelpful for you and where it is that you want to take your life and who it is that you want to be. But we first have to sit and understand who we are and do that in silence. I'll finish off with one more story. I was at my best friend's house on Sunday night crying a little bit (laughs) because I'd had a conversation Sunday that I knew I had to have, but it was truly one of the hardest things I've done and one of the hardest people I've let go of. And I don't want to, I didn't want to, I just didn't want to, but I knew I had to. So I went to my girlfriend's house who she's my refuge. There has not been one pivotal moment in my entire life where she has not held my hand but she's also very very honest with me and we knew that I had been creating this situation for myself and that I needed to and I've known for a good six months that I've needed to reflect on why I keep letting this pattern happen in my life and play out and I've been doing a lot of work around that silently quietly And that's why I haven't put out a podcast episode in so long because I have not been in a place where I felt like I could incite wisdom (laughs) or inspire or be the Beck that I was when I started this. But I'm on that journey again now and I'm excited for who I am becoming and the woman that I'm going to be in my next season. But I was at my girlfriend's house on Sunday night and her daughters were there obviously. And both of them are just so beautiful. And they were playing and, you know, started a little argument like sisters do. And they were arguing over what to do next. And I said to them, be bored. 
I don't want to be bored. And this concept of boredom to them is so foreign. And I think I was listening to a podcast last week also about this constant need to be doing something, to be on our phones, to be watching something new, to be just constantly doing. And I think if there's one thing I can say to you about really understanding where we're at in life, reflecting and what it takes to change our life, it's the ability to sit with yourself in total silence. It's the ability to reflect on situations that have made us upset, uncomfortable, and understand why we're upset and uncomfortable and understand the place and what the, the way that we have helped that happen. Because yes, people can make us upset. You know, situations can make us upset, but there is always something else going on in, a, in an emotional reaction. And it's not about shutting emotions down. Fuck, I love a cry. We all know I love a cry. It is actually about understanding and sitting in the emotion and understanding why the emotion is happening. And so many of us are so quick to do things to avoid every single emotion that comes up for us. We don't want to sit with hurt. And I tell you, I've been sitting with hurt now for a couple of weeks and it's horrible. <laughs> I sat with grief for the better part of the last eight months. I sat with deep grief. I've sat with heartache for the better part of three years. I've sat with heartache actually for the better part of my life because of this narrative. So I encourage you to be bored, to sit with yourself and understand and reflect on who you are and what's happening for you. Because if you truly want to change your life, boredom and reflection are the answer.